The products discussed in this podcast are only available in the United States. Hello, everyone. This is Mark Santolo from the Portfolio Analysis and Consulting Team at Natixis Investment Manager Solutions. I'm joined by my colleague, Sean Kakis. Today, we'll be sharing another update to our cyclicality versus inflation framework. As we've discussed in past episodes, much of the volatility over the past several months can be boiled down to the market repricing inflation and growth. On the equity side, we've helped a variety of clients align their portfolios with their market outlook through our cyclicality versus inflation framework. And Sean, this framework scores equity strategies based on exposures to industries that have shown an historical tendency to outperform the four possible scenarios of growth and inflation coming in higher or lower than expected. Yeah, and as a refresher, I'll quickly walk through each of the four scenarios. Scenario one, growth stays resilient, inflation comes under control. Think of this as the soft landing scenario. Scenario two, growth stays resilient, inflation remains sticky. You can call this the no landing scenario. Scenario three, growth slows and inflation comes under control. This is the hard landing scenario. And then scenario four, growth slows and inflation remains sticky. This is the stagflationary scenario. And investors with a market view can tilt their portfolio toward the scenario that they view as the most likely. Strategic long-term investors or short-term investors without conviction in any market outcome have used this framework to balance their exposure to each of the four scenarios, holding at least one strategy poised to outperform in each environment. And we think this has a natural extension to fixed income. Resilient growth is good for credit spreads. Inflation coming under control is good for interest rates and duration exposure. So consider the four possible scenarios of spreads and interest rates coming in higher or lower than expected. We could see treasury yields fall and spreads compress. That's your soft landing scenario. We could see spreads compress but treasury yields rise. That's the no landing outcome. In a hard landing, you're likely to see spreads expand while treasury yields fall. And finally, spreads expanding while treasury yields rise. That's stagflation. These labels like hard landing and soft landing can be somewhat ambiguous, with different investors choosing different definitions over different time frames. So we're using them to fit the cyclicality versus inflation framework as we've defined it, meaning the four different potential outcomes of treasury rates and credit spreads rising or falling. For example, when we say soft landing in the context of fixed income, we're just naming the broad range of possible outcomes that involve both spreads compressing alongside treasury rates falling. And like we mentioned before, one might not have conviction on which outcome is most likely and would prefer to just balance their exposure across the four quadrants. So, Mark, let's pretend you have a clean slate and you're looking to build a fixed income portfolio with this type of balance. What asset classes would you be using to cover your basis across the four quadrants? So, in general, corporate bonds would outperform in a soft landing, benefiting from the decline in both rates and spreads. Bank loans would do well in the no-landing scenario, with the floating rate profile protecting investors from rising rates, while prices likely increase from spread compression. Treasury bonds should do best in the hard-landing scenario. That's a risk-off flight to quality where rates would rally. And treasury bills or money markets would hold up best in stagflation when almost nothing else works. And because the cyclicality versus inflation framework is based on changes in expectations, we think the journey is just important as the destination. So far, 2023 unlike 2022, has been an environment favoring diversification. When we look at each asset class here that I've just named, each one has been a top returner for at least one month. In January, corporate bonds performed the best, benefiting from both rates and spreads falling. February, we saw yields back up and T-bills outperformed. 
March was a great month for duration, but spreads backed up from some of the banking stress. That made Treasury bonds the top performer. April, we saw more of a sideways market where rates and spreads didn't move a ton, and bank loans performed the best based on the yield advantage. Finally, in May, rates backed up and your lower duration assets, T-bills and bank loans, performed best. So over the entire year through the end of May, the strongest performance has actually come from bank loans and corporate bonds. The weakest performance has come from T-bills. And I think the outperformance of corporate bonds year-to-date has come as a surprise to many of the clients we work with. I've gathered this anecdotally through conversations, but looking at the portfolio data that we collect, it's clear that many were not positioned well for what's unfolded this year. Many investors have happily sat in money market funds and earned an attractive short-term yield. And what we hear as a rationale for this positioning is that they have no conviction on where rates or economic growth is going. But the way we see it, leaning heavily into T-bills or money market accounts is a bet that rates and spreads will both rise. Put another way, stagflation is the only environment where this positioning is the best decision for your fixed income portfolio. A true no-conviction portfolio would be balanced across all four of the buckets in our framework. Investors without a lot of conviction on short-term market direction can hold a diversified basket of stocks, which would have the ability to outperform in a variety of outcomes. We think, similarly, investors without much conviction on short-term market direction can hold a diversified basket of bonds with the ability to outperform in a variety of outcomes. You know, the future's unknown. We'd encourage positioning your portfolio for more than one scenario. If the majority of your fixed income allocation is still in T-bills or money market accounts, that probably means adding duration and potentially even adding some exposure to credit spreads. That concludes our recap on using our cyclicality versus inflation framework to help optimize your fixed income portfolio. For more of our research and investment insights, please visit our website, natixisimsolutions.com. And as always, feel free to reach out to us with any questions, comments, or for customized insights tailored to your specific portfolio. On behalf of the Portfolio Analysis and Consulting Team at Natixis Investment Manager Solutions, thanks for your continued partnership, and thanks for listening. Important information. As of June 1, 2023, this material is provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. There can be no assurance that developments will transpire as forecasted. Actual results may vary. The views and opinions expressed may change based on market and other conditions. Investing involves risk, including the risk of loss. Investment risk exists with equity, fixed income, international and emerging markets. Additionally, alternative investments, including managed futures, can involve a higher degree of risk and may not be suitable for all investors. There is no assurance that any investment will meet its performance objectives or that losses will be avoided. This document may contain references to copyrights, indexes and trademarks that may not be registered in all jurisdictions. Third-party registrations are the property of their respective owners and are not affiliated with Natixis Investment Managers or any of its related or affiliated companies. Collectively Natixis, such third-party owners do not sponsor, endorse or participate in the provision of any Natixis services, funds or other financial products. Natixis Advisors, LLC provides advisory services through its division Natixis Investment Manager Solutions. Advisory services are generally provided with the assistance of model portfolio providers, some of which are affiliates of Natixis Investment Managers. LLC Natixis Advisors, LLC does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult with a tax or legal professional prior to making any investment decision at Solutions.com. Member SIPC, POD 49 May, 2023, ADD Tracks. 5717280111 expiration date May 31st 2024